Hey, Citywide, this is Mitch. I am coming at you today with uh, a little bit of an amendment to the complaint request policy. So it's rare that this situation comes up, and it's quite frankly not a situation that you want to have come up, but it typically happens when maybe a building just kind of gets out of control and our inspections are falling short. We're not recognizing where the building really stands. And there could be a number of reasons for that. There was a podcast I shared about having so good of a relationship with a client that you get a surprise termination letter and the building was actually dirty all along and we just took for granted our responsibility to actually inspect and improve our service uh, at the expense of uh, having a great relationship with the client. So in any case, uh, this situation is going to be where the building's really just not in good shape. It needs a lot of work. And let's be real, you can't take a new start building in most cases from bad shape to 100% in a night. It's pretty rare that we can pull that off. Small building, maybe. Bigger building, unlikely, unless you've got a really big crew for some reason. But realistically speaking, our complaint request policy says you're supposed to have everything taken care of and responded to the client the following morning. But if we have this laundry list of things, we've really let the building get out of control. Maybe you've heard me say something like, why does this building look like our sales team sold it and we're starting tomorrow night versus we've been cleaning this building for the last year or two. It needs some work, but it's not quite like our sales team just sold it. Usually not a good conversation that I'm having when that comes up. So that's kind of what we're talking about here. The building looks really bad. Quite frankly, if a salesperson walked in there, they'd be licking their chops, ready to sell that point of contact, their services, uh, superior or otherwise. So uh, we're going to talk about that. How do we deal with a complaint or request that needs to take more than one night? So how do we get here? We inspect the building. We know our client. Uh, we're around there regularly, but you know, we just either didn't notice or we didn't look deep enough, or maybe it's a really rundown and beat up building and it's hard to look past uh, the old beat up wear and tear and know what's dirty versus what's just worn. Either way, uh, there could be some things that the clients may be being dramatic about that they're upset about, but the fundamentals that they're upset about are completely fitting. Either way, it all has to be dealt with. So let's get back to how do we get here. Maybe you have too good of a personal connection or a relationship with the client that's too strong personally, and we're not holding up our end of the accountability spectrum like I chatted about a little bit in the intro. We got to make sure we're inspecting the building, but in this case, maybe we weren't doing it, or maybe we had blinders on, whatever it may be. Uh, okay, so how else could we have gotten here? Well, we come to the building, uh, we chat all the time, we text back and forth, we have a good uh, relationship, but maybe their boss took a look around and either has a different set of expectations, uh, or once again, maybe we just weren't doing our job quite right. Maybe they had a group meeting with the company or maybe a big visitor's coming in. Um, maybe that group meeting led to a bunch of people perking up about the cleanliness and they've just never bothered to talk to the contact about it. Maybe they've been out of the office since COVID and everybody's coming back now and they're looking around going, wait a minute, has this building really been getting clean? What am I paying you for? Maybe somebody, the boss, the boss's boss, maybe they went to the restroom and had a really bad experience and it led them to go looking around and that's what they came away with. Maybe a salesperson came and knocked on their door and said, hey, are you as happy as you think you are? Let me take a look around with you and point out everything that's wrong. So end of the day, how did we get here? Who cares? We had a responsibility at the end of the day. We had to keep that building clean. It's our job to make sure that it's up to standard and it isn't. So it's time to get back to who we are and what we do. So what do we do? 
I'm envisioning a mounting list of issues. I'm seeing things and thinking of things like dusty cubicle tops, ceiling vents, restroom details, partition walls that need to be wiped, urine splatters, build up on the floor edges and in the corner. Maybe the sink is tinted brown in the break room from coffee being poured down it. We've never used a you know, soft scrub and, and a little bit of elbow grease to get that restored to its normal look. Window sills that need to be dusted, light switch plates that need to be spot cleaned, drips on doors, drips on uh, garbage cans, uh, drips underneath light switch plates or someone reached with their coffee to shut off the light, it dripped and of course they didn't do anything about it. That's what the janitors are for. You know, if you've worked here long enough, maybe you've seen some of these things in your own buildings, but hopefully it's here or there and not that entire list mounting. But that's the kind of complaint list that we're talking about today. Client pulled out the scope of work, looked at everything we're supposed to do, got a good feel for it, then walked around the building and built up this list of countless things. Sounds a lot like a new start, doesn't it? Sounds a lot like maybe a three-star start over, get the building 100%, doesn't it? So what do we do? The complaint policy says solve the issues in 24 hours, but this podcast is about being realistic and being honest with ourselves. We're not getting it done in the next 24 hours. We all know that. So we're not going to throw out the complaint policy and just say, hey, I'll follow up with you in a few days. Okay, We're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We're going to stick to the tried and true complaint and request policy. Uh, we're just going to lay out some expectations for the client. Hey, I understand. I'm sorry. You're right. I miss this stuff completely on me. I'm going to get this fixed, but it's going to take me a few days. It might even take me a week. Here's what I'm committing to tonight. I think these are the most important things based on what I'm hearing from you. So I'm going to get these three or four key items done tonight because they're daily items um, that really should be getting done anyway. So let's just get those out of the way first for fundamentals training. And then on top of that, I'm going to go knock out these two or three or four other items around the building to make a dramatic improvement. Then I'll follow up with you, uh, make sure it's complete. I'll rewalk the building, make sure they're all done to our standards. And assuming that's the case, we're going to move on to this next section and work on that nights two and three. I don't even think I can get your whole building dusted tomorrow night. I think it's going to take me tomorrow and the next night and so on and so on and so on. And so what we need to do in that situation is communicate to the client every morning what we said we were going to do got done. And if it didn't get done, be honest and explain that we couldn't get it done and why. I went through this with a really big client that was incredibly difficult. Uh, perhaps you've heard about DecoPack. Um, it took me seven to 10 days to get a list of stuff done that needed to be done that was within their large scope of work. And not only did I communicate with them every day, but I actually communicated with them up front. I said, you know what? I would like to be here as much as possible, but I'm not your dedicated account manager and I need your dedicated account manager out managing many clients. I've got some other stuff I gotta do. Would it be okay with you if I set up shop in an empty cubicle and used my laptop and was just set up there to get some other administrative work done. And every hour or two, I'm gonna go work through with the crew where they're at on this progress because we clean during the day uh, and at night. And it, would it be all right with you if I did that so that I could physically be here getting my other job done, but I'm not gonna breathe down the cleaners next the entire time. So I'd rather just go check in with them once in a while. They loved it and it worked. So back on track. Maybe you're not setting up shop. Maybe you're not gonna work in a cubicle or, or a cafeteria that they have room for you in. Maybe it's just a normal building that we only clean at night. Then go out there every morning or at the end of your route each morning and demonstrate to the client that you care. You already emailed them in the morning telling them what you did or didn't do and why and that you're gonna be there to verify that 
what my night manager, my CCM is telling me got done. I wanna physically verify it because this is a big deal. Um, so I will be out there, but this is what they told me so far. If they're off, don't worry, I'll be there, I'll see it. We'll continue to refine and get everybody on the same page. All right, so it's a multi-night process at that point. Continue walking that building. Continue making sure that we got all of the things done. Then once everything's done and the customer agrees, hey, this whole list is complete, then you may need, may need to take a day or two and tell the client this, I wanna take a day or two, I wanna come back with a fresh set of eyes and I'm gonna rewalk your building head to toe, beginning to end, corner to corner to the best of my ability, looking for anything that we missed. Because what ends up happening is just like a new start or just like a three-star building that we went out to do the 100%, there really is something amazing about once you clean up this lion's share bulk mess in a building, it's remarkable once you remove that major layer of dirt, all those issues, all those challenges, that all of a sudden you can see a coffee drip in an area that you otherwise wouldn't have noticed. Maybe you notice there's some dust along the edge of the carpets in an area you normally don't walk into. It could be a number of different little things. We go from completely overhauling the building to just refining and really doing that little extra step to make sure that we're really amazing the client. So. All right, that is it. From there, take ownership of the past. Continue to demonstrate competency for the future. Remind the client of what we did and continuously take credit for what we fixed. Even though it was our fault that we were there to begin with, still take credit that you did it. Take credit that you lived out there. Maybe even remind them, hey, I did a really good walk of the building. I know it's been a few weeks since that whole ordeal, but as much as I love seeing you every day, I really don't ever want to move in and live out of one of your cubicles again for a day or two or three or four or 10. I don't want to do that again because that means we're not winning. So I'm glad that we're winning. I'm seeing that we're staying on top of it. Let me know if you ever notice anything that leads you to believe that maybe we're falling back into that pattern, but I don't think we're going to get there because I've got a different mindset towards your property now. Really demonstrate your accountability. Demonstrate that you are capable and that you really care about them. Caring and competency, caring, capability, same thing hand in hand if you've ever heard me say, they gotta believe we care and they gotta believe we're competent. Now you've demonstrated to them you care because you moved into their office and you lived there for a week. You demonstrated that you're competent because you got everything fixed. So that's it. Break it up, map out a plan, take credit every morning for what you actually did, remind them of what you didn't do and why, and that you're gonna go make sure that your night manager uh, or CCM or cleaners uh, expectations are aligning with yours. So if they see something imperfect between your email at 7 a.m. and your arrival at 11 a.m., make sure they understand that you may find a differing of expectations. You're going to keep working at it and that we're not just taking their word as gospel. So uh, I really hope you don't have to use this plan very often, but when you do, this should be a really helpful list of things to get after. So thank you all for listening. Appreciate you. Have a great day and we'll catch you on the next episode.